video captures the senses. It captures your memory. But video, more than any other mass media or medium, can capture the authentic you. Mm. Can capture mm. who you are in the most authentic way. You're listening to the Remarka Brand Podcast, where authentic brands win. With your hosts, Mike Jones and David Kosand. Hey, everybody. It's another episode. Thanks for everybody joining in today. It's Mike Jones, and David is not here. So huh. even though we announced that he was here in the intro, yeah. he's not. Uh, I think we're starting to see a trend here. I think we are starting to see a trend. So, huh. But Sam's here, and Sam is going to fill in quite nicely for David. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And today's topic, I'm really excited about today's topic. Mm. We're going to be talking about video and how brands can leverage video to really reach people and tell their story. We talked a lot last time about your brand anthem, and I think there's a great tie-in today for that like taking your anthem and really making that as effective as possible through video. Uh, but before we do that, Sam, I, I'm, I'm going to bet you've got name 10 things lined up, don't you? I do. And, you know, we talked about it last week, Mike, after the show, that we're going to commit to really uh, mowing through these 10 things, really mm. getting through them quick. Mowing through them? Mowing through them. Was that a preemptive pun? Uh, it could be. <laughs> I think okay. I think we'll probably that that won't be the last we hear of it. All right, uh, I'm excited. All right, so since we're talking about video today, let's get warmed up with uh, with uh, ten videos you've never seen on YouTube. Let's let's get, give us the title. Eighteen ways to pick your nose. Mm, I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, the the grass blades of tomorrow. Mm. It's a music video. Okay. Uh, Sci-fi short called Robots Do Ridiculous Things, uh, season 18. Mm -hmm. uh, chicken Run fan film, and it's actually filmed and edited by chickens. <laughs> I'd watch that. It's like a live action version of Chicken yeah, Run. <laughs> yep, yep. No, no claymation. It's all live action. It's a fan film. <laughs> oh, uh how to disassemble your car without ruining the warranty. Uh, yes, tutorial videos are very popular. But in brackets it says disclaimer may not work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with um, Siri, the untold story. Mm. It's, a dark, uh, it's a dark one. War stories. YouTube, please don't kick us off. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, that was number seven, I think. This is number eight. Uh, uh, marketing vid underscore final underscore final <laughs> underscore final v nine underscore final final dot mov dot mov. <laughs> That's out there somewhere. Oh man, uh, asparagus. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Just asparagus. That's the one. Yeah. Um, and, three views. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oil changes on your cat. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! We're gonna end on that one. I love That's it. Ten. All right. That was nice. We, we did really, a good job. We did mow through those. Find your frequency. <sighs> so Sam, 
you're you're you've got some experience in video. Yes. Um, it, for those that don't know, Sam's been doing video production of some kind, really since college. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody probably cares, but I went to school for broadcast journalism, and I remember uh, actually before college. Well, was it college? It might have been late high school. Uh, the first video I ever made was on my flip phone, hmm. my LG flip phone, and of some, awesome. I think it's still on YouTube. Some of my friends and I, we uh, we were like, "Oh, let's make like a funny, like continuous video of us like throwing a ball and then hitting it and then kicking it, and always goes out of frame." And we acted like it would like come to us in different parts of the yard or whatever. But anyways, <laughs> that was the first video I ever put together. I don't even remember how I edited that. It feels like such a like snapchat tiktok that's like a tiktok video the video files were living on probably the mini sd card on yeah. my flip phone sometimes you could email those to yourself oh maybe those. that's what i did or text it <laughs> but this was like i did i had a my parents you know windows machine and I, who knows mystery but uh after that uh i remember i got a mac uh when i started college and i actually started in architecture but i remember i was in um this group at the time and we did this dodgeball event and we were like oh let's make like a funny promo video for it i'm like okay great so i got my parents handy cam we spent <laughs> like four hours at my friend's house like filming this promo and it was so stupid but that night i couldn't wait to get home and get the video on, the, you know, I had to do the, the tape, mm -hmm. uh, playback onto the computer. And I was up to like 4am, like editing this thing, like putting it together and it's still really dumb, but it was, it was like kind of a moment where I was like, this is so fun. Like mm -hmm. I love doing this and fast forward. I didn't like journalism. Uh, you can imagine why I didn't, <laughs> but I loved the production side. And uh, after college, everyone was going off to their small town reporting jobs. And I was like, nope, I'm not going to do that. And um, filed for an LLC, started filming weddings. And then eventually it turned into businesses. And, and then it was uh, doing some pretty cool, pretty high profile video jobs. And uh, I think... Uh, <clears throat> I realized that uh, it wasn't just about like the cool gear that you had. It wasn't just about showing up with, you know, a uh, 10,000 or 20 or $30,000 camera. Because <laughs> uh, that's always the dream. It's like, oh, I got to get the really nice stuff. It's like the guy on the golf course with the giant, yeah. like, new driver. He's got the, you know, $5,000 He's still going to slice it into the rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I had, I had friends and acquaintances who went out and did that, and they got all the nice gear, and it was always like, oh, he's got a red camera, wow. <laughs> but then you'd like kind of see their stuff, and it's like, no, it's not, that doesn't look very good, or it doesn't, doesn't do anything. Camera doesn't make the camera person. No, and, it does, and the camera person doesn't even. It's like yeah. how you see and craft the story. Mm -hmm. Like you could shoot things on a smartphone, or a flip phone and still be effective if the story is being told the right way. Mm. And I think video, and we sh we're going to flesh this out um, right now, uh, <laughs> I think video is a really powerful way to do that because uh, I think there, I'm going to try to like give us some talking points here because <laughs> there's a lot you can talk about with this. Yep. Um, first, I want to talk about like what, what senses does video capture 
Because mm-hmm. I think that's a, an important element of video when, when it comes to kind of like marketing and mass communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, within kind of the, the branding and marketing, um, why is video? Because you talk to any marketing or SEO guy and they're, all, they're always like, oh, you, you've got some videos? Oh, we got to use videos. They're the best. <laughs> Everybody loves videos. Um, why do yes. they work? Why, why are they so effective? Hmm. Um, and uh, so I think, Mike, we should start with talking about the five senses. Yeah, let's talk about the five or senses. Maybe there's six senses, uh, depending, six on, sense. depending on who you are. <laughs> it's Haley, the best one. If you're Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully not. Hopefully yeah. you only have five. Yeah, hopefully you're not engaging, you know, ghosts yeah. in your videos. That probably is a dead Bruce less, Willis. less than Ooh, effective marketing. Alert marketing yeah. strategy but yeah yeah there's you have five senses we all do right what are the five senses mike um i believe they are taste touch smell hearing and t- no i said touch already taste touch smell hearing and seeing seeing with your eyes yeah and we do a lot of seeing right i think that's like yeah. our most dominant sense you think that's like the top the top dog is the sight like which which i'm gonna go with sight yeah. I'm like, which one would you not want to... Like, if you had to give up four, you would keep sight, probably. probably keep sight. Probably. Yeah. That's pretty Man, important. You can't touch Isn't that anything? <laughs> you can touch things, you just won't feel it. That's true. You could touch. It would, you would be numb. Mm-hmm. Um, You'd burn your hand on the stove. But yeah, video has an interesting ability to kind of capture or what, touch all well, those yeah well let me ask you uh what, what would be number two if you could only keep two which two would you keep Ooh, i'd probably keep i'd probably keep the hearing yeah 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 it'd be it'd be hard it'd be hard it'd be hard to not have man yeah i think i'd want hearing yeah all those, I, what would I do without all the podcasts that I listen to? Right, you know? right. I, I, I don't think I could live. Well, you could still talk no matter what. <laughs> that's still, not a sense. No, so. it's not a sense. Thank goodness. So you can still uh, talk for all me you want. and that's terrible for everyone else. Uh, so <laughs> sight and me hearing. yelling at the top of my lungs because <laughs> I can't hear myself. Oh, man. <laughs> Talking about history and stuff. <laughs> that would be rough. Sam knows. I would not keep my hearing in. <laughs> so, Sam is self-selected out of the hearing so category. He- yeah. Hearing and sight. So I, I, I think probably most people would agree yeah. that those are like the two most important senses that we have. And I think video uniquely captures both of those things. Mm-hmm. And when it's done correctly, it, it really captures those. I tell people all the time, because again, going back to like, oh, he's got a, you know, red camera. Amazing. If you have a red camera and you shoot stuff in 8K and you have, even if you have like the best lighting and everything, but you record the sound on a computer without a microphone, that's a terrible video. And I've had friends that have done that or people I know, (laughs) I see like they, they put this whole production, they've got actors and they... And they literally didn't have a microphone on set. And it's like, this, this is terrible. Um, I think more than 50% of a video's effectiveness is actually the sound. Mm-hmm. The, you know, being able to hear someone speak, typically. Or choosing the right uh, music track to go mm-hmm. behind the visuals. 
uh, those things are super important because um, hearing is a big part of that experience. Now, the visual side is obviously important too. Mm -hmm. um, it's not just about the audio. We're not talking about uh, radio shows here <laughs> or, or podcasts. Radio dramatizations. Yeah, radio dramas. Let's bring those back. From the 20s. Uh, there's, there's a unique... Uh, really, I mean, video is obviously the only kind of like visually moving motion picture uh, medium. And when you're able to get both of those things right, the visuals and the audio portion, uh, it is really powerful. And like I said, I'm kind of going all over the place here, but uh, when you're able to do that, so that I think, okay, I think there's a trifecta here. Okay. It's the two senses. It's video. Uh, visual and audio, mm -hmm. but then it's the story part of that as well. Yeah. And that's probably the most important part. It is, um, I, I would think. But the video elements of that, the, the audio and the video, the visual together, are you're able to amplify that mm -hmm. so much more than if you just wrote, you know, a, a thousand word paper on whatever yep. you're trying to communicate. Yep. Um, so... Anyways, the senses coming together with video, I think, is a huge part of that. Um, and telling that story in the right way, knowing how to say it, knowing how to show it, um, is, is a super captivating mm -hmm. form of communication. It really is. I mean, you think about like the last hundred years of communication, video is kind of the pinnacle of that communication like we still have written content and we have lots of audio content you know podcasts have been growing but although it sounds like maybe they're plateauing a bit um but video just like i mean you look at like how many videos are uploaded every day on youtube is just insane um you know the gold uh, we're kind of in this like golden age of television shows that are not even being produced for televisions. They're being produced to be streamed. Yep. Um, and you have a screen almost anywhere you look, right? Our world is becoming more and more designed. I'm probably jumping the gun here on your next topic. Yeah, but, go for it. Um, you know, like our, our world is more and more designed for video content. Like it, it is the primary means by which most people want to engage with content. You do a Google search now and they're going to offer you videos if there are any on your topic almost before any websites. Yep. Um, and, and you think about like, I, I, this is a little bit anecdotal, so I can't speak to like, this is true of every demographic, but I would say at least anyone under the age of 45, particularly, um, and certainly under the age of 35, when they go to want to learn something, they're probably going to self-select to a video first. Um, it, it, I mean, it's just incredible. And, and the amount of content that you can learn, I mean, yes. just dumb stuff like, yeah. you know, I, I'm not a carpenter by any means. I, I don't woodwork, but I have a few tools and every once in a while I want to do something. And there's literally video after video of pretty much anything I could want to make out of wood and it's nearly step-by-step step. it's incredible yeah. um and obviously i think there's this other element to video that makes it so effective for storytelling um and it, it may not be <laughs> the most uh the best point right this, this might be not be a great value um but people's attention spans are short 
and they're increasingly yeah. short. And yep. so like written content, even audio content really just doesn't grab people yep. as well. And for those reasons that you already mentioned, right? You have, you have audio, you have video, you have visuals and you have hearing and you have a story all packaged together. That is a really compelling package yep. to quickly get someone's attention and then keep them long enough to tell your, you know, your story or your anthem as we talked about in our last episode. Um, I think for brands that that's, those are so many reasons why video should probably be, you know, near the top or at the top of ways you need to communicate what you're doing, how you do it, who you serve, yep. um, what benefits you deliver for others and at the end of that story, right? Like what's the difference that you make in the world yep. and for your customers and your clients. Um, and I think especially when you think about like a lot of the clients that we work with who are B2B service-based businesses, often in professional services that require a level of expertise, right? They're being hired because of their knowledge. They are knowledge workers at the end of the day, and they're highly, highly skilled in that. Um, video allows you to not just be another piece or source of knowledge, but one that can deliver it with trust, with empathy, with relationship, um, you can do things in video you just can't do with written words as easily. Um, you can bring the personality of your brand and the individual thought leaders within your firm to bear on the subjects that you need to be experts at. And I think all that much more so as we look at kind of the future of AI and just mass produced content that, I mean, we're, we're just scratching the surface of what, how insane it's going to be in the next few years of the amount of content that's going to get dumped onto the internet on every topic you can think of. Your content cannot just be, here are facts, yep. right? It has to be content that really delivers a unique perspective and point of view with a unique personality, at least at the brand level, and then certainly also at the individual level. Yep. And those all have to work together. And video is a fantastic tool to deliver all that. Yep. As of yet, I mean, I'm sure at some point we'll see it. There'll be some crazy deep fake of, you know, actors or just AI generated actors who can spit out, yeah. uh, you know, scripted stuff that was AI generated. I mean, like, this is insane. Like AI generated video with AI generated scripts, with AI generated music, yeah. with AI generated like B-roll. You type in, uh, <laughs> show a uh, mid-level accounting firm video in 60 seconds or less yeah. with happy customers. And it yeah. spits out this like <laughs> almost real looking video with music and everything. But it won't be you. Won't be you. It won't be you, right? Um, yeah. So. And, I, and I think there's, there's a level of trust that comes with that. And uh, so... I, I've written down, okay, I have three things now, Mike. I have three points mm. to try to frame this up. So we just talked about like how powerful video is because it captures the two most important senses, mm -hmm. uh, sight and hearing. Okay, so I think it also, number two, it captures the memory of the viewer. Uh, what I mean by that is um, because... It, you know, a good video is going to draw you in. It's going to capture your, your eyes and your ears. Um, and it's going to evoke emotion. Unlike, you know, it's like, you know, when you call someone, mm -hmm. you can hear inflection that you can't hear over a text message. Yep. Um, 
when you do a video chat versus just a call. Yep. Um, there's just different things. You can see their face. You can see uh, just subtleties. Uh, video captures the memory. It's memorable because it's emotional. It evokes this emotion when you watch it. Um, whether it's, you know, there's a funny nature to the video or there's a powerful uh, nature. Maybe it makes you sad. Maybe it makes you happy. Uh, I think there's just a, a very powerful... Um, there's a powerful emotional uh, draw that video brings uh, that, that whatever it is you're communicating makes that thing more memorable yeah. in the viewer's eyes, our, ears, and mind. Our memories are embedded by emotions, right? Our emotions are how they're kind of deep-seated in us. You can create that same experience, you can, or you can create that depth of, of memory also through repetition, but if you only have a few seconds and you're only going to be able to show someone once or maybe twice some content, some kind of story that you need to tell, if you can link that to senses and emotions, you're much more likely to embed that in their memory. You know, if you think about like what are the memories that you most remember in your life, they're probably highly emotionally charged memories, either really good or really bad. Yeah. And I don't recommend brands go for the bad yeah. emotions, but, yeah. um, you know, like our emotions are really what drive home those memories and make them really stick. So if you're, if you're trying to like put your brand in front of people and say, remember us, right? Don't forget about us. Cause more likely than not, the first time they see your video is not the time that they pick up the phone or yeah. fill in the lead gen form. Nope. Well, especially in the B2B industries that we, we tend to work with. Um, a lot of times in, in B2B businesses, there's not this like instant purchase thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're trying to nurture people and you're trying to build your kind of your, your brand and your, your expertise. And you're trying to let people know what you do so that in 18 months when they need a plot of land remediated, <laughs> they remember, oh yeah, that company. Yeah. I saw that video or I saw that, that image or whatever it is. And they remember. And so uh, I think another part of the memory aspect is video is just so much more engaging. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the stats. There's, they're probably changing every day, but their video is just so much more engaging. If you look at an analytics dashboard, mm -hmm. a page with a video on it is going to have a higher length of time engagement than one without. Yep. Because people will click on a video and they'll watch it. And yep. if it's interesting to them, they'll, they'll continue to sit there and watch. Um, Mike, you brought up the, the tutorial videos, right? Yeah. A lot of, a lot of times you see, uh, maybe it's like a, a local plumber, right? Yeah. And he's got a YouTube channel yeah. where he probably just like sets up a camera on each job and says, Hey, this is how to change the O-ring on your toilet. Uh, -huh. uh, and he's doing that, uh, not out of the, probably not just out of the goodness of his heart, <laughs> probably but to not. build like presence yep. and build expertise. Um, so that when you get to something you can't do, you're going to call Mike the plumber that you, who you found on YouTube, who happens to be in your neighborhood, whatever. Um, there are just more, more ways like that with video where you can keep people engaged longer, mm -hmm. um, so that they'll listen to your story longer. Yep. Uh, whereas they probably wouldn't sit through a, you know, a novel about why you're so good at accounting or plumbing. Yep. And I mean, this is slightly tangential, but. You know, you, you do enough of those, you could probably package them 
into like some kind of like e-course or, yep. um, you know, some something, Wh- whether or not that's actually paid or not. Maybe it's just another lead gen opportunity or a way to kind of package your marketing in a new way or even for talent acquisition, yeah. right? If you think about how many how-to videos might actually be attracting potential employees um, yep. and, and packaging that up and saying, hey, we'll teach it all to you in like a course or in yep. our, our own branded university kind of experience. And now all of a sudden you've got another revenue uh, line of revenue. You've got some new marketing opportunities, maybe even some market expansion. Yeah. Well, and video is, is uh, again, I, I don't know if this fits under the memory column, but I, I think it does. And it's more of like a tool. Video is like kind of the top of the pyramid when it comes to, okay, I need to create content. Um, I don't really know how to do it or mm-hmm. what to do or what to talk about. Um, set up a camera, talk into your, your webcam or whatever, mm-hmm. create a five-minute video. Uh, and in, in this day and age, that becomes a podcast. It becomes a YouTube video. It becomes yep. written content because you transcribe it. Uh, and then you have all of these pieces of marketing that you didn't have five minutes ago. Yep. Uh, and so you're able to use video because it has the visual, it has the audio, it has the story, yep. uh, contains all these pieces that you can start to break apart and use in different ways. Uh, and it, it's just, it's such a powerful kind of top of that pyramid when it's like, I don't really, I know we need content, but I don't know how it's like, just, just film yourself talking about something yeah. for five minutes. Yeah. You can get so many media types out of that yeah. one little project. Um, and that's kind of playing the marketing game these days, yeah. which you have to do. Um, but that's like a really easy way to do it. Yeah. Maybe, maybe you work at a, well, we talk about accounting a lot. Maybe you work in an accounting firm. And you know that you have to write content because you want SEO and you want to be an expert in this field or whatever. Um, Film one of the partners of your firm for five Mm -hmm. minutes talking about his specialty. He's the tax guy. Yep. She's the the audit person, woman, girl. I don't know the audit queen. I was gonna, that, that's what I was I gonna like say. Audit queen. She's the audit queen of the firm. The queen of audits. She will talk about audits for an hour. Maybe you film her for an hour, and there's like a year's worth of audit content yeah. for you. And while you're at it, make a deck of cards, and you know, there's she's the, the queen, queen of, audits. of audits. The queen of yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's a little snapshot inside our brains. <laughs> and they're off doing uh, something okay. else. Okay. Uh, reel it back in. Reel but it back I, in. I was gonna say. I, so there's like all these really good strategic reasons. One, it's like, okay, this can really tell your story in a short, memorable, impactful way with a lot of creativity. It's very engaging. It obviously speaks to what I think a lot of people, how they want to engage with content right now uh, in the world that we live in. Yep. Short attention spans. Again, people want engagement. They want something where I can, can quickly get to information but not have to read a whole lot. Let's yeah. be honest. People don't want to read. Um, but I think there's this other interesting phenomenon going on, and that is that the places where people are are becoming more and more video-centric. It's probably for all these reasons. It's also technology has is, is enabled it, right? Like, it's really easy to shoot video, create video. You know, everyone has a smartphone and can make a video in, like, a couple seconds and put it online on some platform and then obviously people want it in that kind of format. It fits these screens. 
that we have uh, in all of our pockets and on all of our walls and all of our desks. But what's also interesting is like all these platforms are moving in that direction. If you think about like how people are engaging with television, more and more are going straight to streaming platforms. And in particular, what's really interesting to me is that YouTube has just become this like giant vacuum, just sucking people's attention and time. Yeah. And it's becoming really the source for almost any kind of video content out of outside of maybe like really high production value. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, yeah, you can go to, you know, TikTok and get some like quick hit videos, but even YouTube's starting to do that kind of stuff. Yep. And obviously if you want to, if you want to spend 10 minutes learning about any topic, the first and probably only place most people go is YouTube now. Yeah. And to me, that's really interesting that like so much of our attention is moving more and more to those kind of platforms and YouTube in particular, which means that you're, you're incentivized at some level as a brand to create video content. Yeah. Because that's where your audience is going to be spending time. That's, those are the platforms they're comfortable with. It's where they're going to be making lists of things they want to go back and check out. Yeah. It's where they're going to discover new, new things, yep. right? And obviously, there's an advertising component to that as well that you need to consider is, hey, can we, can we put our ads on there and get in front of people who are watching certain kinds of videos that, that kind of match where, you know, the target that we're trying to hit with our brand? But I mean, the... It's like from every direction, you have to be making video. There's, there's really not an option anymore. Is it the, uh, the, the websites of 10 to 15 years ago where it was yeah. like maybe half of businesses were like, yeah, we don't have one yet, but we know we need one. <laughs> yeah. It's like yeah. 30 years ago, it was like, well, we're not in Yellow Pages yet, but we're going to get there. Now it's like, where's your YouTube channel? And we're going to name our company AAA Plumbing to get to the front. Yep. And it's really not... It's not expensive. You know, it used to be like even 10 years ago, it was oh, like, so true. oh, we're going to do video. Oh, where are we going to host it? And oh, that's going to cost a lot yeah. of money. And how are we going to manage all those videos? And you got to buy a camera. Yeah. We have to buy a really nice camera. And it's like all those, all those issues are really off the table anymore. It's like the hosting one, we get the still from clients who are like, oh, are we going to have to host these on our website and pay for a lot of extra hosting fees and stuff? We're like, no, I'm just nope. put them on YouTube. YouTube. And there's a bonus there, you know, once it's on YouTube, it's now indexed by Google because yeah. Google owns YouTube. Mm -hmm. So it helps your SEO. Uh, total <laughs> marketing, <laughs> marketing uh, little yep. strategy there. But um, yeah, and it's like you can shoot it with your iPhone. You can, you can edit stuff with like really basic free programs yeah. now. Yep. You can um, do it all on your phone. I know Sam rolls his eye every time I say I'm, I'm booting up like, QuickTime or I don't know what my latest it's, one is. It's but. funny, Mike, because uh, for all of my, I don't do a lot of like home videos, but when I do, yeah. I just do it on my phone. Yeah. I'm, sh I'm shooting it all on my phone at home. Yeah. And just and edit I it right just there. Just pop it into iMovie or whatever else there is there. And I just put it together real quick and yeah. upload it straight to YouTube yeah. for later, for 10 years from now. And I want to watch my <laughs> two-year-old falling off a slide or something. I love it. Um. So, yeah, the barrier to entry there, it's a good point, is very low now. And anyone with a smartphone can make a pretty good video. I will say, you made a really, really good point. This is a very tactical point um, at the very beginning. I think for anyone listening who is doing video kind of in-house, maybe you're trying to keep it low budget, which is great, right? You don't have to spend a lot of money. Yep. You're maybe shooting an iPhone or maybe you've got like a DSLR or something. Um, 
you know, something not too expensive and you're doing your own editing and all that stuff, that's great. That's awesome. I think there's one place that everyone should consider investing in equipment and that is in audio. Yes. Like I, you made that point earlier and I'm just like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, how many videos have I watched where it's shot on an iPhone where like the video component was fine yeah. and the audio was terrible Yeah, because they just used like the iPhone yeah. like audio. It's like at least put like some AirPods in your head or something, <laughs> yeah. you know, and even those are not great. The air but... conditioning sound is, ma- is so loud <laughs> yes. or they shoot it outside on a busy street and it's like, yeah, it's almost unwatchable because yep. the audio portion is like, that's why you're there. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you know, on, in a video like that, like let's let's say a tutorial video uh, to be really basic. Um, a lot of tutorial videos are very basic. They're not using a microphone. Yep. But if you can't hear what they're saying or if the audio is just so terrible where you're like, I can't listen to this anymore, that video becomes kind of useless. Yep. Whereas, you know, if the video is maybe a little grainy or a little blurry, but the audio is super clear. Super, we'll all forgive you. Yeah, We absolutely. all don't care. Absolutely. But if the audio is great, oh, man. It just, it makes that video. Um, I'm sure you've got other points we want to get to, but I was thinking about maybe talking a little bit more about, okay, so we understand now that video really helps tell your your brand's story, right? It becomes the kind of that um, packaged anthem that you can put out in the world. You can put it on your website. You can put it on YouTube. You can share it in social media. You can send it out in email blasts and it becomes kind of this this vehicle to tell your story. As a brand, uh, we, we call that a brand anthem. I think there's some other ways that video is really powerful as a brand tool, right? You talk about what are like elements of branding, how over time, what things do you need to put in front of people over and over to reinforce yep. your brand? I think video does some really interesting things that are harder to get with other media. One of which is you can add an, a, a dimension to your logo that you can't have when it's static, right? So whether it's printed or it's even on your website, might be able to add some dimension to it, but it's hard and it's kind of costly a little bit um, in terms of development time. But on a video, like if you just animate it a little bit, just, it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be over the top. You don't need to chrome it out. You don't need to do like giant 3D render um, of your logo. You just need to add a little bit of motion. And now all of a sudden you have another element to your brand beyond just the shape and color of your logo. You have a way of like, this is how it gets introduced. And you can think of like ways that all sorts of big brands who are really good at branding and, you know, spend a lot of time and money on it because it's so powerful for them, how they use kind of those, those wipes or those introductions to their, to their logo. It's usually subtle. Yeah, and it's usually, usually very subtle. You usually don't think, oh, wow, what an amazing animation. You nope. just see it and, you you know, if it's like a TV commercial, you've seen it for the 12th time. You're like, oh, yeah, Toyota, whatever. Yep. Um, but it's like ways that they're subtly building their brand and, yep. and building that memorable yep. brand experience. I think another one that is huge for me when I look at video is taglines, right? right? adding not only another opportunity to put your tagline, this, this really core message to your brand in front of people, but also adding another dimension of sense to it, right? Now I can say it, it can be spoken or sung, yep. um, and it can now have another level of like memorability. Yeah, emotion, right? Yep. Like 
you're gonna see you know uh i think dignity health is here in arizona mm-hmm. i'm not sure how how it is nationwide but dignity health uh they've got more of like that emotional not really i wouldn't call it like sad emotion but it's like this powerful emotion and it they're mm-hmm. they're trying to evoke like that hey you've you've probably been to the hospital before and you'll probably have to go someday but we're here like we're yep. i think it's like something human kindness or something yep. um and so it's not there's not a comedic element to it it's not this like happy joyful thing no it's pretty serious it's pretty serious whereas you know you take a probably a more mainstream brand like a uh, a Toyota or a Wendy's and there's mm-hmm. probably some more lightheartedness there because um, they're trying to make you happy. Yeah. They want you to be joyful when they think of, when you think about their brand. Um, they want it to evoke good, joyful and How much easier emotions. to evoke those emotions in a video than yeah. in static content. Yeah. Think, oh my goodness. Think like, about like, I, I don't know why, but Toyota. Unless I you hear, want to make your video or make your website play music. I do that. Mm, that's another yeah, you that's like another that? that's another you podcast like that one, mike that's another podcast where's the mute button sam and i on the record officially hate websites that play music. don't put any sounds on your website yeah. that people don't have to click on to access <laughs> so i i think about like okay just to pick this apart a little bit as an example uh i don't know why i'm thinking of toyota i don't drive a toyota but I hear Toyota on the radio and I see their ads on TV. They've always got this cheerful music mm-hmm. going on. It's not it's not like an Infinity or a Lincoln ad where it's no. like these really like, oh, it's intense and it's like you're in this yeah. dark tunnel with lights, you know, flashing over Matthew McConaughey's face and <laughs> he's saying something that you don't understand. No, Toyota is like this happy, it's got this like Let's go places. jingle belly kind of thing going on. And yeah. then they've always got the like either the the funny like guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know what his name on the the commercials is, but he's like the funny dad mm-hmm. who really loves his Toyota and he'll do anything for his Toyota. It's funny. It's like you mm-hmm. you kind of chuckle at it. Maybe it's cheesy. Um, that's that's their brand. Like that's yep. the emotion they're going for. And you can't really get that. I mean, you could maybe do a small part of that in like a blog post or a picture. Yeah. Um, or, you know, even just, you know, something that a banner ad, whatever it is, like the, they pay good money for good reasons to mm-hmm. get those, those ads on TV and on the radio. Yep. They really do. Okay. Yeah, I, I, there's just a couple more things too. I think just to help people really probably already know these things, but you think about like, what can video do for your brand? Uh, another aspect is just adding sound elements to your brand. You, know, you can think of like the Intel inside kind of motif yep. that little um bum, sound bum, logo bum. essentially right it's memorable bing, 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 bing. you know we all cringe at the cheesy jingles on the radio yep. but and they don't have to be cheesy no they don't but they do that for a reason because you've heard it a hundred times and <laughs> you know exactly yep. what it says yep but you can add another layer to your brand, your brand identity, right? It can be the way that it sounds, the way that the music, you know, the music that you pick and the sound motifs within that music if you mm-hmm. do custom stuff. Yep. Um, but even if you're just picking stock music, like think through like, is this our brand from a music standpoint? Yep. And video allows you to start to play with that and put that part of your brand out into the world that you just can't have on most other media. Yep. 
And I think that is a great segue into point number three, which I think is actually the most important part of this. And it kind of wraps all of this up. And it's no surprise because we're, we like branding stuff, but <laughs> video, okay. Video captures the senses. It captures your memory, but video more than any other mass media or medium can capture the authentic you, mm. can capture mm. who you are in the most authentic way. Uh, and there's just a couple things here that, that I want to unpack. Um, so I think there's, we've kind of mentioned it, there's a layer of trust here when, for example, let's say you have a construction company and you can tell people uh, for years on end that you have a great fleet and a great team and you do great work and we're safe and we do all the right things. But until somebody sees it, mm-hmm. they probably, there's, you know, maybe they trust you. Uh, but if when they, I see all those words on the side of a truck, yeah, I go, sure. Okay. Yeah. I guess so. Whatever. But if I drive by, the building that you just built with your like still got that like under construction sign with your logo on it is like oh no they're legit yeah or you drive by the job site and you see all the machinery and all that stuff uh when you're able to show someone instead of just telling them Mm -hmm. there is a level of authenticity there that really can't be beaten i mean you Mm -hmm. could take you could go pick somebody up a potential client and take them to that job site and say hey look here we're working on this um, and that's great. But even then, like you can't in that moment, you know, if you're doing that in person, which a lot of times I think you probably do, uh, you can't tell them or show them everything you want to show them. Mm-hmm. They can't, you know, they're not in a helicopter looking down on all these pieces of machinery. They're not, you can't transport them, you know, 50, 100, 5,000 miles away to your other job site across yep. the country. Um, there are just really unique things that you can show people in a really short amount of time um, to, to show them who you are authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, think, I think you kind of have to look at it a little bit backwards when it comes to authenticity. It's like, okay, you, you know what you do. You know how you do it. You know that you do it really well. Um, now, if you want to show someone in video form, you have to kind of decide how how hard are we going to work to kind of get out of our own way with this, right? <laughs> of like, <laughs> yes. when you put a video together, you kind of start with this baseline of distractions. Like yep. if, you, if you go and do it yourself. You're going to uh, get caught in all the details you're gonna, of well, what you did. So you watch a video, maybe it's an amateur video, and there's in, immediately there's the distraction of bad video, wrong music choice, terrible acting. Uh, bad editing. Uh, you left, you know, five minutes of black space at the end of the video. There's just all of these, these things that are, you know, it sounds simple, but it's actually takes a lot of work to craft that in a way to where it's not distracting. So you might have the right things to say, but how many, how many of these elements are you going to say, ah, we really want to do that the right way. We want to do that the right way. So that all of these dis- potential distractions aren't getting in the way of who we are, who, what story we want to tell. Um, 
And, and I think that's just a decision you have to make. Are we going to go, you know, are we going to have our secretary go shoot this real quick in the <laughs> office? Uh, or are we going to, you know, spend some money or are we going to invest in this to have somebody who, you know, knows what they're doing with the camera? They have a microphone, yeah. all these things. Um, yeah, I think, I think there's, a, there's a way to do both well, right? So I think part of it is understanding what is the point of this video that we're about to produce? Is this just kind of a quick hit? kind of social media yeah. fodder. We're going to tell a little piece of our story real quick. Yep. Maybe have a little human element. Maybe the low production actually benefits you when you're trying to say, hey, this is us, right? And I'm just giving you a little taste of yep. a project we're working on or something that happened within the staff. Um, just highlighting, hey, this is really, we're a fun place or we're really serious here. You know, like, right. how do you know that? Well, okay, right. well, you got to show us that. Yep. But if it's like a cornerstone piece right? Like maybe it's 30 or 60 second kind of introduction to your brand right on your homepage of your website. Or maybe it's the cornerstone piece that sits on your YouTube channel as like, this is the video you yeah. watch first before the anything else. Video. Yep. Um, or even in your social media, maybe you pin it to the top um, as like that. This is, this is who we are, right? Yep. We want to, we want to tell that story really well. That's where I think like, yeah, I'd invest in that video. Yep. Um, you know, spend some time on it, find the right partners who can help you produce it. If you don't have those resources in house, like definitely hire professionals to shoot yeah. that, to edit it. And most probably importantly, beyond just the tactics of putting a good video together, it has to have a really good story and script yeah. to go and, with it. And I think let's go a layer deeper than just like, Hey, make sure your video and audio quality is really good. Yep. You, You've got you've got to know what your authentic self is before you can communicate <laughs> it, right? Yes. So if you if you say, okay, video, yeah, great, we need video, let's start doing video, and you start putting all these videos together, or you start putting your like really nice video together, and you've got this like you know daycare sounding song in the background, <laughs> but you're this like more serious brand, uh. It's not going to be authentic. No. Or if you, if you, let's say you, you know, you're watching TV and you're like, oh, wow, that was a really great commercial. Man, we should do that for our own stuff. And you go and kind of, you know, copy someone else, but it's like, it's just not who you are as a brand. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you're, you're starting with the wrong foundation there. And yep. again, like we got to go back to the foundation. We got to go back to the brand. That's why taking a brand anthem, that brand story, the story of who you are at the core and translating that into kind of this video script is such a powerful tool because, you know, you're able to take the core elements of your brand and then not only tell people about those, but show them. Mm -hmm. uh, a good example of this recently, we have this um, kind of dairy co-op, this dairy um, Oh, I don't even know what you'd call They're it. They're like, like a, a production. It's like a production. Processor. Uh, big production processor. Uh, and they're trying to go global. And so we we did kind of our whole branding workshop with them. We kind of helped them discover like, okay, this is who you are. This is who you want to be. Um, this is your story. We have a brand story. And we translated that into their uh, brand anthem video. And we were able to go show like giant shipping uh, routes in the whatever, like the Atlantic or whatever, ships coming into port. We're showing people what they're telling people. They deliver trusted dairy worldwide. And so having the imagery of the ship 
coming into port and uh, having, we, we got a really cool voiceover guy to do the voiceover, like this <laughs> powerful voice, like trustworthy voice to tell that story. And we have this great music track behind it. It's just like, man, I never knew Derry could be so emotional. <laughs> uh, but man, it's powerful because it's them. Uh, it's not some cheap, like, Hey, we copied this from somebody else because it looked and sounded cool. It's like, no, this is authentic. It's different. Uh, you put time into this, you're telling people and there's just a really amazing kind of ironclad level of trust that that brings Mm. because you're showing people, you're telling people and it can't like, I'm, there's a lot of ways it could be fake, obviously. Mm. Uh, but you are, you're putting in the time and effort to tell that story in a, in such an effective way, um, that goes beyond like, oh, cool shot, you know, 4k video. (laughs) Uh, no, there's a story behind it. And the, the video and the audio are really kind of like these auxiliary, auxiliary, uh, elements to that, but man, they tie it together. They tie it together and it just amplifies it so much more than putting a set of values on your homepage or listing out, here's everything that we do. Um, it's, it's, it's so powerful uh, because it's, you know, if you do it right, it's you. It's authentically you. Um, and a lot of time we, we tell people too, um, you know, outside of the kind of like high level who we are, depending on your business, like we didn't have any, uh, anyone from the, the dairy co-op team in that video. It was a lot of B-roll and but a lot of times, service business, maybe it's an accounting firm, you're going to have your real people in those yep. videos. Because those relationships are really critical. Relationships, and you're able to show people who you are. It's almost like they're meeting you before they mm-hmm. ever talk to you. Yeah. Uh, and you're able to show them, you know, that's why we always, uh, kind of a side tangent, we always say, like, you should use your own people rather than finding yeah. these cheesy, you know, stock video clips. Uh, <laughs> because people know. Inherently, they, they, they know. can see it. They can they can feel it. So authenticity, uh, it has to be there. Otherwise, it's just another. Um, and Mike, you, you said it. Like, there's a billion and a half videos out there now. Um, if you're gonna do it, you should do it the right way. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollar video. Oh, you but can give, start small. Give yourself a chance to cut through. Yeah. You know? And cut um, through to the right people. And I think if you if you understand who you are at the core. And you have this framework of like, this is how we tell people and communicate with people about our authentic brand, our company, uh, what we do, why we do it, how we do it. Uh, It's just going to be so much easier to tell that story in an authentic way. The Remarka Brand Podcast is a project of Resound and is recorded in Tempe, Arizona with hosts Mike Jones and David Kosand. It's produced and edited by Sam Pagel. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and at RemarkableCast.com. If you'd like more episodes, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you prefer to get your podcasts. To contact the show, find out more about the Remarka Brand podcast or to join our newsletter list to make sure you never miss another episode, check out our website at remarkablecast.com. Copyright Resound Creative Media LLC 2022.